I'm Andrea Hope, and this is To Mother. Episode 33, Family Devotionals. Hi, everyone. It's Andrea Hope. I am a poet, a wife, a mother, a Baha'i, and this is my podcast, To Mother, where I share my recommendations and insights about parenting with purpose in the modern world. So I share some quotes from the Baha'i writings that inspire me, some practical tips and resources, and sometimes my poetry or other people's poetry. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about family devotionals, or you might also call this a family prayer time. So devotional essentially means a gathering for prayer. It sounds a bit formal, but even when you're just gathering among your family members, you can call that a devotional as well. So I've touched upon this in some of my previous episodes, praying with children, but I really wanted to dive deeper into this specific topic because I think it's something that I'm really trying to cultivate and something that I feel is very important as to creating a Baha'i identity or a spiritual identity as a family. So the quote that I chose for this time period is a quote that often appears in the beginning of Baha'i prayer books, and it is by Baha'u'llah. Intone, O my servant, the verses of God that have been received by thee, as intoned by them who have drawn nigh unto him, that the sweetness of thy melody may kindle thine own soul and attract the hearts of all men. Whoso reciteth in the privacy of his chamber the verses revealed by God, the scattering angels of the Almighty shall scatter abroad the fragrance of the words uttered by his mouth, and shall cause the heart of every righteous man to throb. Though he may, at first, remain unaware of its effect, yet the virtue of the grace vouchsafed unto him must need sooner or later exercise its influence upon his soul. Thus have the mysteries of the revelation of God been decreed by virtue of the will of him who is the source of power and wisdom. And one more time. Intone, O my servant, the verses of God that have been received by thee, as intoned by them who have drawn nigh unto him, that the sweetness of thy melody may kindle thine own soul and attract the hearts of all men. Whoso reciteth in the privacy of his chamber the verses revealed by God, the scattering angels of the Almighty shall scatter abroad the fragrance of the words uttered by his mouth, and shall cause the heart of every righteous man to throb. Though he may, at first, remain unaware of its effect, yet the virtue of the grace vouchsafed unto him must need sooner or later exercise its influence upon his soul. Thus have the mysteries of the revelation of God been decreed by virtue of the will of him who is the source of power and wisdom. So this is a beautiful, beautiful passage. As always, there's so much that we can delve into, but I'm going to focus on this idea of reciting the verses of God to kindle thine own soul because I think it is a bit unique in the way that we think about prayer. We might have been taught to pray in times of need, to pray, uh, you know, for people's healing or to get blessings or to get help from God. And this just reminds us that in praying to God, as we're showing our love and our gratitude and asking for the help from God, we're also enkindling ourselves. So the Baha'i prayers are really special because when I read them, they remind me of what is important and what are the virtues that I need to be thinking about and 
conscious of in my daily life. So while you can say your own prayers, it's really encouraged to read the prayers of the prophets because they have those insights in there where they help you center yourself on detachment or steadfastness or purity of motive. And so you're not just praying for an outcome, but you're praying to change your way of life. You're praying for the progress of your own soul in a sense and relying on God for that progress of your soul. And so this idea that prayer really kindles thine own soul to the point that it says, even if you're at first unaware, by the virtue of the grace vouchsafed unto him, sooner or later, it will influence your soul. So I think that's very important for us on some days when maybe we're not in the mood or we're feeling rushed and we don't feel like we have the right time or the space to pray that this is also going to have an effect on the way we see things and the way we interact in life. I definitely feel that consciously, but also for our children. So you might think, okay, a child is so young to really understand what praying means or the words that are being said, but they can definitely feel the energy for one of a space where there's prayer. And in addition to that, it has an influence on them just by creating that space. So this really reminds me of my time in Haifa, Israel at the Baha'i World Center. First of all, Israel is the holy place for several religions. So there's already this this vibe of family and spirituality and godliness around. But to really be in the shrines of our faith, one of the things that stuck out to me is that Places are holy places because we all believe that they're holy places, (laughs) if that makes sense. I mean, they're holy because the prophets of God came there, of course, and because of the nature of the connection with the spiritual world. But for me, in the physical sense, in the earthly realm, I think so much of it has to do with the fact that we accept them as holy places. So to me, the benefit of the shrine was greatly enhanced by the fact that you only go there to pray so you know that the other people who are in there are in there for the purpose of prayer and for the purpose of reflection and that space is only for that. And so my living the life tip is to create a sacred space for prayer in your home. Now, ideally, I would like to have a bigger apartment with uh, several bedrooms where we could have more family uh, come and stay with us and that we could feel like there's room for community activities and things like that. And in that ideal place, I would have a room that was just dedicated to prayer. Anyone could go there when they need a moment or an hour just to, to sit in the silence or to have some calming sense and music and sounds, but um, I think even if you don't have that space, which I don't right now, you can still create a sacred space for prayer. So with me and my little ones, how I do that is that I have a rug. I'm thinking about getting a blanket so that it's just easier for me to put it out and fold it up and, and have it in a specific place. But right now we are using a rug that I put out when we're gonna go and say prayers. And then I have the prayer books and the memory cards that I made, the Blessed is the Spot memory cards, on a shelf, and I only bring them out when we're going to say prayers. And I I announce <laughs> in the space that Allah Pa, we're about to have a devotional, and I ask um, my children if they like to join me. Uh, they're quite young, <laughs> so um, sometimes I might 
pick them up and bring them with me or hold them. And sometimes I might just ask if they want to come over. Um, and then I also invite some other stuffed animals. And I ask them if they want to join me or I ask Azalea what, what animal friends are going to join us today. And I greet each one of them. I say, Allah Pa B, Allah Pa Fox, we're going to have prayers. And then we have the prayers and we have just very simple, maybe three, I will say one or two that um, are important to me. Like I like to say the special prayer for infants because my children are young and I like to say a prayer for testing difficulties and healing. And um, then Azalea has memorized Blessed is the Spot. So she usually really enjoys using the little cards that I made for her to memorize Blessed is the Spot. And you can find those on my Etsy site if you're interested in seeing them or even making your own. And then we usually will end with a song. Uh, we've been having the song Be Happy by Max Weigert, which he's a friend of mine, and I really like that song, and they enjoy it as well. And we also will listen to uh, Together by Shamama. It's a group in the Congo, so I'll also link to that. I was hoping to find more videos of theirs, but that's the only one I've been able to find, but it's a fun, upbeat song. And so creating that space, even just taking out that rug and creating that space within our living room has been really wonderful for the family. And, you know, especially for me, because in the earlier part of the day, I'm taking that time to center myself, to think about God, to connect as a family to God. And I'll say that my husband isn't currently participating in this because he gets up way earlier. So he's usually already like in the swing of work during this time. But I do it with our children and it's really helpful for me as well. And um, if I have other things I need to do that day, I, I try not to leave the house without doing it. So I might not do it always at exactly the same time, but I think the fact that we have the rug and the books and everything, that helps make it still feel consistent because they know when that stuff comes out that we're having prayers. Whereas if I wasn't able to do it at the same time every day and then we didn't have something like symbolic to start it, then that could be a bit more chaotic. So yeah, that is definitely... A tip that I want to share, whether you want to put pictures or you want to have a special pillow or a rug or a blanket or whatever the case may be to create that sacred space. If you do have room where you can have a little pop-up tent or you can have a whole room that's for that, I think that's wonderful. I think it's wonderful energy to have a place that is enclosed that is appealing to the senses like you know in the shrine there's the smell of roses and there's the calming effect of just being in a comfy cozy carpeted beautiful space so I think that is wonderful if you do have the room to create a whole space for prayer but you can also you know create a little corner for prayer like we do and so my resource to go along with this tip of creating a sacred space for family devotionals and for prayer is to check out the website Society6. So like I said, right now we're using a rug and I'm thinking about getting a blanket. I might design one myself and sell it on my Etsy shop. We'll see. <laughs> I'm always designing things and trying to figure out what I want to use and sell. Like recently I designed um, a throw pillow that says World Citizen and has like the NASA photos of the earth on it. And I love it. I'm so happy with it. And that's in my Etsy shop. And then I do have a pillow that has a nine-pointed star with nine flowers. But yeah, and so in looking for a rug or a blanket, I came across this website called Society6. 
And I actually found that there's a couple of Baha'i artists on this site. And it's one of those sites where you can get a design printed on several different kinds of products. So you can get a blanket or a rug, as I mentioned, or there's other things that you can also look up. That you can just get something special that can help you create this sacred space or be a reminder or a physical symbol of when you're going to enter into a devotional or to prayer. And I actually found a couple of things that weren't by Baha'i artists, but they had nine-pointed stars on them. So they were like mandalas or designs that just happened to have nine-pointed stars. So I'll try to link to those as well. And again, all these things would be in my show notes on the website at tomother.buzzsprout.com. So you can take a look at what I found and you can also see what I've put up in my Etsy shop and you can just let me know how you've created your sacred space or how you plan to create a sacred space for prayer. And I'm going to end with a poet who means a lot to me is Khalil Gibran. I really love his work. His poetry really speaks to me on multiple levels. And this is one of the poems that I read of his that was like, oh yeah, I need to read more of this poet. (laughs) So I'm going to share with you the poem. On Prayer by Khalil Gibran. Then the priestess said, Speak to us of prayer. And he answered, saying, You pray in your distress and in your need. Would that you might pray also in the fullness of your joy and in your days of abundance. For what is prayer but the expansion of yourself into the living ether? And if it is for your comfort to pour your darkness into space, it is also for your delight to pour forth the dawning of your heart. And if you cannot but weep when your soul summons you to prayer, she should spur you again and yet again through weeping until you shall come laughing. When you pray, you rise to meet in the air those who are praying at that very hour and whom save in prayer you may not meet. Therefore, let your visit to that temple invisible be not for but ecstasy and sweet communion. For if you should enter the temple for no other purpose than asking, you shall not receive. And if you should enter into it to humble yourself, you shall not be lifted. Or even if you should enter into it to beg for the good of others, you shall not be heard. It is enough that you enter the temple invisible. I cannot teach you how to pray in words. God listens not to your words, save when he himself utters them through your lips. And I cannot teach you the prayer of the seas and the forests and the mountains. But you who are born of the mountains and the forests and the seas can find their prayer in your heart. And if you but listen in the stillness of the night, you shall hear them saying in silence, Our God, who are our winged self, it is thy will in us that willeth. It is thy desire in us that desireth. It is thy urge in us that would turn our nights, which are thine, into days, which are thine also. We cannot ask thee for aught, for thou knowest our needs before they are born in us. Thou art our need, and in giving us more of thyself, thou givest us all. To Mother is an individual initiative and provides only the personal reflections and insights of its creator, that's me. For more information about the Baha'i faith, including access to the official writings and contacts for Baha'is in your community, please visit Baha'i.org.